0: what's up what's up what's up world welcome to episode six of the toughest balls podcast on this beautiful day friday june 28 2019 and we got a few things we're going to get into today uh since it's a gorgeous day you know feeling a little good so we're going to talk about what's going down this weekend uh, first off we're going to get into uh, AEW Fighter Fest and a few matches that I want to bring up that are, that's going down also uh, NBA Free Agency is, is coming up and also an interview Andre Iguodala did with the Breakfast Club and a couple of things I want to point out that he brought up also we got uh, this weekend the Yankees and the Red Sox the London series over in the UK so that should be uh, something different you know the UK getting the UK getting some baseball you know that's a horrible accent I'm sorry yeah so we're gonna talk about that and also the BT award winners and I got a little side note because we got a little news in the WWE with some um, newly hired OGs in the game. We're going, we're going, yeah, we got got a few things we're going to bring up on this show. So uh, sit tight and get your snacks. We're going to have some uh, fun today. First off, we're going to get into uh, AEW Fighter Fest. That's tomorrow night, June 29th. It it should be a good one, hopefully. Uh, This is a free show. So, if you want to tune in, you got to check it out on BR Live, Bleacher Report Live. There will be airing Fighter Fest. A um, few matches I want to uh, get into that I'm interested in. Uh, first off, we got Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen, And people were wondering why Cody would take this match right before Fight of the Fallen. Right before all out comes up in August, why would Cody take a match with somebody as dangerous as Darby Allen? From the things that I've seen of Darby Allen, they remind me of uh, a lot of a uh, Finn Balor, but he seems a mo- little more sinister than Finn Balor. Uh, and I think this is going to be a, a good one. Uh, hopefully, Cody, you know, Darby Allen doesn't, you know, run circles around. Cody, we all know what can, cody can do in the ring but darby allen this this guy is different you know this, like this guy he's something to watch and i think it should be an uh interesting match a different match i think you're going to see two different distinctly styles distinctly uh different styles um when it comes to kobe versus darby so we will see what happens at the end of that. At the end of this match, I, I don't know who to pick in this match. To be honest, I don't know who to pick. I'm not picking anyone. I'm just going to enjoy this match and you know sit back and enjoy this match and, and see what happens. I, I, I'm not picking anybody in this match because I don't know. We you you would think Cody uh, should pick up the win, but yeah, I, I don't think it's a guarantee when you got someone like Darby Allen as your opponent. So we got that match, Um, Cody versus Darby. That should be a good one. Uh, Also, the other match I want to bring up, we got the elite, that being Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros, Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. uh, And the Laredo Kid with them. So we got a three-on-three tag match. Now, I think this one might steal the show just because uh what you see the young bucks uh and what the lucha bros can do we see we, we 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 saw what lucha bros we see what lucha bros can do we saw what they did at double or nothing we seen what they did in tna we seen you know some of this i've seen some of the stuff what they did in our triple a so the lucha bros are awesome you want you know you wonder why ww you know now you know why wwe wanted these guys these guys are awesome they can they can go they they seem to be very tough all those mexican wrestlers they're they're so freaking tough man and this this one should uh should steal the show Uh, you know i believe it should steal the show because you have Kenny Omega. He lost to Chris Jericho at Double or Nothing. So he's got he's got to, you know, make a good showing. And the Young Bucks, of course, um recently lost the AAA tag team uh championships back to the Lucha Bros. So the Lucha Bros got their AAA uh belts back. And uh we got that 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 whole beef going on. Going on there uh, The Laredo kid he's uh, Exciting too I haven't seen much of him So I can't sit here and, and Rave about him and talk about him I haven't seen much of him only Some highlights but, but What I seen he he's going to bring Something awesome to the table In this match and I think It should steal The show um, uh, The next match I want to uh, Get into uh, You got John Moxley Versus Joey Janela. Now the past few weeks. Joey Janela has been talking a good game. If you've been following the whole beef. Between him and. John Moxley. Uh, They're both. They're both. uh, Rigid. Violent style. Wrestlers. And. Joey Janela. Claims. That he's been doing things that John Moxley can only imagine. Since John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, was in WWE, uh to paraphrase, Joey Janela basically said that uh, that Dean Ambrose guy was watered down. He wasn't able to do what John Moxley does. And you don't know what you're getting yourself into because you've been out of this world for some time. So Joey Janella is basically saying this, this hardcore thing, this, 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 this crazy death type match thing. This is my world now. And John Moxley, you have to prove yourself against me. And <clears throat> personally, I don't think you should do that with John Moxley you shouldn't send any type of threat his way because it can get violent if you've seen what John Moxley has has done before he was in WWE a lot of you wouldn't watch it it's, it's that crazy it is that crazy we're talking about more violent than uh, stuff Mick Foley has done and Mick Foley is probably the hardcore, hot, hardcore god to most of those guys, but I don't think you should try to poke the the lion, so to say, when it comes to Joey Janela saying the things he has said about John Moxley. I know the other one, I, the the last match I said with the Elite versus the Lucha Bros and Lareda Kid could be a show still or not but now that i think about this also can be a show still just off of pure violence but uh i don't don't think it should get that violent but i don't know i don't know where AE, what aew plan is i don't know what they are allowing uh moxley and, and joey janela to do but it's gonna be a, a, a violent match and i know moxley is going to win this one no question i'm not even wondering about this match he's going to take that so those are the three matches i am interested in when it comes to fighter fest fighter fest again going down this saturday night the pre-show starts at 7 30 and the main card begins at 8 30 it all can be seen on bleacher report live which I like per- personally I think bleacher report live is a is a great way of uh of uh, watching your content so shout out to bleacher report live this is, should be a good one it's going down tomorrow night so enjoy folks um the next thing I want to get into uh I know I brought it up on a few other episodes but it's been intriguing what's happening in the NBA when it comes to free agency. And now that uh, with the Lakers and and they got LeBron last year and now they're going to get Anthony Davis. And now you hear they have uh, 32 million of cap space to sign a, a max uh, a free agent so they can try to pull in maybe a Kimball Walker or Kyrie to join their team. And already, the NBA NBA season just ended, and I'm already excited about the next season getting started. The NBA is being very smart with their marketing, with keeping the, their news in the forefront, even during the offseason. I think the NFL does a, a good job as well, but the NFL has longer because they're, their last game, the Super Bowl is played in February and you have so many months months to try to keep people intrigued and, and 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 looking forward to your product uh for the next season. But the NBA, boom, right away, you got uh Anthony Davis on the Lakers and you you got you you don't know where Kyrie Irving and Kawhi and and Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant you don't know where any of these guys are going. We we think we may know where they're going but we we at the end of the day we don't know. The NBA machine is is moving along uh along well. Like they're moving along well um uh, right after their the finals got over. So we're not going to start stop talking about the NBA uh all offseason. We're going to be talk we're going to we talk about especially this weekend when free agency starts on sunday so once that starts uh all bets are off like we shall see where these guys will land and if the lakers become a somewhat super team now I'm hearing people on esp uh hearing people saying that Kawhi, uh uh is going to meet with the clippers and the lakers so what if it? What if that happens? Kawhi comes back home to his hometown, to L.A., and he ends up with. I personally, if he goes to, if he goes home to L.A., I hope it's the Clippers. I I really don't want to see Kawhi, with, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. You know, that reason being, I didn't want to see Kevin Durant. In a Golden State uniform with the type of team Golden State already had together. Now you put Kawhi with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Like, huh? Um, really? Really? We're we gonna do that? That's what we're gonna do, NBA? We're gonna put three going su- su- nah, to I don't, don't want to say superstars, supreme top superstars guys that sell tickets guys that put people put butts in seats you understand what i'm saying i don't want to see that now if I goes to the clippers i'm with that because i believe the clippers have a team without a superstar right now that if they add one superstar they may can get to a championship or at least go deep in the playoffs until they can add another piece but i think they can compete for a championship if they add Kawhi now the Lakers if Kawhi goes there I'm gonna say what I said about the the Golden State Warriors that's a cheat code team they they better win they better win you know but that's not something I want to see it's not something I'll be excited about. Now, Lakers fans, they've been they've been suffering for you know a small amount of time, not as near as other franchises. But oh, I know they're oh oh yeah Kawhi, AD, Lebron, we want it. Yeah, it's LA. Y'all want everything. Y'all greedy. Yeah, of course you want it. Yeah, you want you want everything. You probably want, you know, you probably want Kawhi too. You probably want Kawhi and Kimba and Kawhi all to join LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Y'all, y'all love that. Of course, you want to say nothing because you know championships are coming. I didn't expect to hear anything else from Lakers fans. But come on. Nobody wants to see that. Just like I didn't want to see Kevin Durant in the Golden State. I do not want to see that. But at the same time, this off to see what happens what goes down is still uh interesting and intriguing and exciting so we shall see what will go down because it's it's big it's big stuff folks it's not no it's not it's not no little stuff here this is big big stuff you know we're talking about big dollars big money ticket sales merchandise this is money that's what we're talking about no, but other teams are going to suffer. Now you know with the Knicks not getting the number one pick, what's going to happen with them? You know they got R.J. Barrett. You know the third overall pick, and he's a, he's a, he should be a great player. You know he should turn out into a great NBA player. But as a team, what 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 are they going to get? In this offseason. can they still land a star or two, or will will those stars go to the Nets? Because that's that's who everybody that's the team in New York. It seems like that these guys are willing to go to. I don't think any of them are really talking about the Knicks right now. It seems like the front runners in this uh, free agency is Brooklyn, is the Lakers, is the and the Clippers, and Boston. And maybe a couple you know speaking a couple other teams in there but those seem to be the four four uh front runners to land you know a big name or two so yeah it is it's very 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 interesting what's going on in the NBA and I'm excited about that so <clears throat> um uh, we got that all going on in the the nba um uh, uh stick it with the nba specifically uh one person and that's uh andrea gadala of the golden state warriors he recently had an interview on the breakfast club and he said a, a, a few things that 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 was i that was eye-popping and a couple of those things that I want to talk about first off first off is that Andre Iguodala said not just people hate on Steph Curry but other NBA players hate on Steph Curry you know like (laughs) whoa he said no not really the younger players it's really the older the ogs in the game that hate on steph curry that's not a good good look that's not a good look if that's true because when you talk about anything that's a, a brotherhood like the nba the nba support their own and you have veterans, OGs, that are supposed to be somewhat guiding the youth. And it seems like that's that's not really happening. Maybe with some players, you hear about some OGs and, and they're they're meant they 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 have mentored current NBA players. They have mentored current NBA. So there are some players that are all about setting the standard and in, 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 in getting the focus right for the 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 generation that came in after them but I guess there's other players that's looking at these young boys like hey you taking my spot so we're competing I'm not trying to help you which in a way is understandable but at the same time if you've been in the game for a long time and you're hating on a guy like steph curry i mean is it the whole light-skinned thing because we think people may like him more because he's light-skinned he has you know light-skinned wife he has a light-skinned family and they're beautiful and i think they're you know great looking family you know great looking people but could it be that is, people hating on him because of that is it because of the The success. Is it because of the. The success that didn't really take him. That much time. To get to. Multiple championships. And multiple. uh, MVPs. Could it be that. I don't know. But that's interesting that. Andre Iguodala made that. Observation that. He sees it himself. I, I wouldn't know. He wouldn't know. He he He's on a roll with Steph Curry. He knows a ton of other players in the league, and he sees things that we don't. So I believe, you know, yeah, we could say it's his opinion, but I think you got to take the man for his word because we only could, can learn from people that have experienced certain things, you know so that that was one thing that he brought up that was that was that was something that caught my ear also what he said about his former coach mark jackson and what he believes is happening to mark Jackson. he believes that because of certain situation that was going on while Mark Jackson was the head coach at Golden State that he's being blackballed out of the, out of the league right now out of the NBA because of those things. And I don't want to get into those thing those those specific things, you know. I think I mean, one was being that he was doing like a a bible study or something like via webcam or or, or or something i don't know something to that nature i don't want to get into all that because to me none of that matters if the man is putting together a good team and you see you're headed in the right direction and you know you're going to be competing for championships in the coming years why get rid of him because of his religious beliefs because of what he was doing at the facility facility uh practicing those religious beliefs is it that because if if that's why he's being blackballed I'm I'm going to say right now that's lame as hell that's lame I, I i i never heard anything more lame because somebody's practicing their uh religion at and NBA facility, whether, whether it's their practice facility or whatever. He's in his office, whatever. Should that matter? The man is producing on the court. The numbers don't lie. We saw the direction Golden State was headed in when they let Mark Jackson go and he brought in Steve Kerr. And Steve Kerr, he gives Mark Jackson the credit. He says Mark Jackson put together A great team. Steve Kerr gives Mark Jackson the credit. Even though Steve Kerr is a good coach himself. Maybe even great coach. But that's hard to say with great coach when you take over somebody else's work. When the work was already put in before you got there. So is Mark Jackson greater than what we're saying he is? I think he is, cause I saw it before Steve Kerr got there. They were headed towards championships. They were headed that way. And to let that get in the way uh, of keeping a, a relationship of somebody that helped bring the organization success—that's—that's—that's that's, that's dirty. It's dirty. It's, we we all know all these these corporate entities. It's a dirty game, you know. And if if, if manage, management and ownership not get in their way, but, and then it 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 will it will affect affect the team. Uh, now this move didn't affect the team in an active way, but I believe any other team that loved their coach, it would affect affected them in an active way. Even though these guys are professionals you still have personal feelings for your coach. You call him coach for the rest of your life and his life. When you see him, Hey coach, no matter if he's still working with the team or not, Mark Jackson, I believe the Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. He's always going to be, Hey coach. Every time they see him, Hey coach. So, I mean, I just, I just hate, I mean, Andre Iguodala, he lived it, he knows it, so, I mean, we gotta take him for his work. and I just have to say, that was a very, that was a good interview, I was surprised with that interview, and kudos to Andre Iguodala for just putting himself out there, and, and not caring what people think, He just being, he's just being real, as real as he knows how to be, so credit to andre iguodala Um, as we move along as i brought up earlier we're gonna uh mention and get into the london series happening this weekend between the yankees and the red sox in the uk yeah mate yeah in the uk yeah i want some tea and crumpets oh yeah i'm sorry that's horrible i'm sorry I mean, I can't help when I say UK, you know, I'm, you know, I like a a few UK. I've never been there, but I mean, that that is uh, 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 the mother of America, isn't it? I mean, that's where these never mind. We're not going to get into all that, but we got that going down. The London series and I was just watching uh, Dan Levitard. With Stu Gatz. And Stu Gatz was wondering why are we sending our best two major league baseball teams to London to try to make baseball more of a world sport? Why are we sending our two best teams? And that question is kind of stupid when you think about it. That's a stupid question. If you're trying to globalize your sport in other markets, in other world markets, in other countries, and you're bringing a product to them, wouldn't you bring your two best teams? I mean, it's not a question. I mean, I don't think that the the Tampa Bay Rays in the Marlins would sell the same as the Yankees and the Red Sox, even though the UK may not follow baseball. I believe they know who the Yankees and the Red Sox are. Just like we know who Manchester United are. We know about those, those foot, what the, well, I mean, soccer teams, what we call soccer, what they call football teams. We know about those teams because they're globally. I don't watch Manchester United uh, soccer. Well, I know about them. So, I believe the world knows about the Red Sox and Yankees. So, if people are wondering why you're seeing your two best teams, I mean, is that a question? Like, really, really, are you really asking that question? That's that's crazy to me to really wonder why you're seeing your two best teams. I mean, come on. it's, It's simple math. It's money. About money, we send the highest rated. We send the top selling teams. That's who we send over there. All right, so that 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 should be exciting uh series for the uh, the next few days. You know, so we will see who wins that that short series over in the UK. And also, uh, with that said. The New York Yankees have homered in 29 straight games home runs in 29 straight games which is a major league baseball record. The last the last one in 28 they I mean they they can keep climbing up from here with that uh, uh, home run uh, record. Now let's see how many straight games, how many home runs they can get in the London series to keep that uh to keep that going. So that's gonna be to me, I just wanna see how many UK fans, how many England fans turn out for this. I believe it should sell out. I believe it should be a ton of people because hey it's the yankees i believe if manchester united came over to america that game will be sold out because of the prestige manchester united brings they are one of the standards in soccer okay so that that's a popular uh franchise worldwide so i believe this one to bring out a good amount of uk but i still want to see how many fans show up i want to see how many fans in the crowd because during the regular season in america yeah, looking in the crowd pretty much sucks if you're not watching uh yankees and red sox i mean some of those crowds. looks like there's barely 100 people in the crowd i mean it's tough to watch that's how you know baseball is mostly uh tv money but that's neither here nor there we're talking about the london series and it should be I'm hoping it's a good one. I hope they put on a show for the UK fans, knowing that they're traveling to the UK representing representing America, okay? So I hope they represent good. Of course, you don't know, have to ask who I want to win. It's those doggone Yankees. That's who I want to win. Is that a question? No, I'm a Yankees fan. I want my Yankees to win, especially against the Red Sox. Ugh. Okay, gotta win against the Red Sox every time this season, every time, all right, so let's go Yankees, bop, 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 let's go Yankees, bop, 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 all right, all right, all my Yankees fans, let's get turned up, support our team, all right, let's do this, it's our squad, squad, let's go Yankees, let's do this, London series this weekend enjoy folks that should be a great series um uh, what i want to get into next is some um, uh what happened this past sunday night uh we had the bt awards bt awards son okay that went down and i was going to talk about a few of the winners that uh won at the awards. Yeah, had um Bruno Mars winning for uh male R and B pop artist. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, best actor, viewers choice went to LMA for her, her song Trip. So I love that song. That was my song. You feel me? That I think a lot of dudes like LMA. I know I do. The Humanitarian Award went to the late great and i hate that i'm saying it's the late great nipsey hustle i love nipsey man like so the humanitarian world went out to him uh, the best collaboration went to drake and travis scott for Sicko mode that was an anthem i don't care nobody say when Sicko mode came on you when you heard those organs you you got up that 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 song should have won that best collab. i mean it was some good ones in that category though a lot with Twenty One Savage and J Cole could have won. Taste with Tiger and Offset. That, that, you know, it was some. I like it with Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J. It was that was a tough category for so for so sicko. Mode, Travis Scott and Drake they should be proud of themselves because that was a tough category. Because I would I wouldn't have been uh, upset if if Twenty One Savage got that or or Taste with Offset and uh. You know, Tiger, you know, boop, boop, boop. Come on, last summer? That was a song. Boop, boop, boop. Now, I, now, let me stop. I don't want to get in trouble. It's a podcast. We're not no radio station. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't got any copyright use. No, no, we're not going to get in trouble here. But, yeah, single mo shout out to Travis Scott and uh, Drake for that one. Of course, we had Mary J. Blige getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. And we got to see her do the Mary Dance. <laughs> and I'm sorry, if you a wrestling fan, you don't know what the Mary Dance is look up Mary J. Bly's dancing on Google. <laughs> you will see Mary J. Blythe It's something like she's not a great dancer. We just like to see her dance. You know what I'm saying? You will hear go Mary. Oh, once you start doing that, oh, it's going down. Mary did her thing. She got the lifetime and she I mean I grew. Oh man, I was 14 15 Mary J Blige for Carol. They told about staying in power, Mary J. Of course, sportsman of the year went to uh Steph Curry. Uh good. I mean, it could I mean, it could, I mean it could went to Tiger Woods it went to Kevin Durant, you know, we had injuries, but hey, and went to uh Steph Curry. He deserved it. Shout out to him. Uh Video of the year went to This is America by Childish Gambino, which is a good video. Good video. Good meaning. There's some controversy behind that song because it was, I forget the artist. It said, I mean, I listened to the track. It could have been stolen from and it sounded a lot. This is America sounded a lot like it. So, I mean, Childish Gambino gained success off of that. But that was, I think that was a good video, even though I'm not with all the girly dancing and stuff. That still was a a good video, and uh, uh, in that category, you had uh, also you had Cardi B and Bruno Mars with "Please Me," so that was a big record. A lot again by Twenty One Savage. Man, what's up Come on, man, get Twenty One Savage something, bro. Like seriously, ape ish. I, I don't. This is a, I, This you know. This is a clean show. I haven't put you know vulgar content on this uh podcast i haven't listened to this podcast it's vulgar or using profane language so we're gonna keep it clean until this show starts to grow but uh yeah we had ape-ish by the callers which <sighs> wasn't a fan of but uh that was more of a, like amigos track um yeah money man cardi b yeah money like cardi b nice for what by drake uh uh a movie, best movie, uh was Black Klansmen, which I still gotta check out. I've been meaning to check out check that movie out since last year. I'm horrible. I I probably gonna watch it this weekend so I can, you know, say my thoughts on it. You know, I heard the 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 original story, it's a true story. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. I know probably a lot of people have seen. If you've seen it, let me know. Comment, let me know in the comments you know whether you're listening to on apple podcast or or spotify or or whatever leave a comment let me know how that movie was um also uh best new artist went to Lil baby uh we had a, a few good artists in that category we had Blueface, had juice world had city girls and queen Naja was in that one too um yeah so um best group of course the migos like who's going to win that in the last 3 4 years like migos got that on lock uh yeah so uh regina king uh best actress beyonce female wins for uh female r&b pop artist uh, sports woman of the year went to Serena Williams. I mean, there was a plethora of awards. I mean, just a war. After war ultimate icon went to Tyler Perry. Video director of the year, Karina Evans. Um best new international act. I mean, this I mean, just category male hip hop artists went I was glad for that one. Went to Nipsey Hussle. Oh man, I you don't know, man. Like bringing up Nipsey like break my heart every time like I I really feel like crying every time i hear about nipsey going this this hurt me real real close y'all so i mean tough one tough tough female hip-hop artist went to cardi b uh album of the year also invasion of privacy cardi b i mean cardi b she's a character i actually liked her uh last album invasion of privacy hopefully this her next album will be just as good but man, she deserves all the credit she's getting. Cardi B is that woman right now. Mm, personally, I like her better than Nicki Minaj. Uh, <clears throat> I won't uh move on. I, mean, I mean come on now. I mean, my girl is Remy Ma. Like there ain't no other female MC that's touching Remy Ma. That's my baby. Okay, what well, nobody say, but Cardi B doing hot. This egg. You gotta love it. You got to love it. I mean, she, she's a character. I didn't like her before this album. I'm going to be honest. Before Bodak Yellow, I did not like her. So, kudos to Cardi B. Shout out to her for just winning. Winning, 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 winning. So, yeah. Uh, Before we get out of here, I want to get into side note. While we got a few minutes left. And that being uh, WWE hiring hiring Paul Heyman to run Monday Night Raw on the TV side and Eric Bischoff to run SmackDown on the TV side now people want to know like will this is this in a, a direct thing just because of AEW I think it is I think it's because of AEW Vince McMahon is trying to snatch up everybody he can because he does not want them going to work for the competitor. Now, is with that said, there's some people speculating that because of relationships with podcast and other f- current WWE talent, or well, people working for WWE and other people that are connected to AB, AEW that this may be some type of working relationship between AEW and WWE and I'm going to shut all that that right that down right now because if that were true the Young Bucks and Cody will offer to come back to WWE why wouldn't they go back so we're going to pretend that we're not going back but if you invest in this new company, Vince, this will be a, will be great for wrestling. You're you giving Vince McMahon too much credit. I don't think he's thinking like that. Vince McMahon only cares about what's presented as WWE. AEW is not presented as WWE. Now they have a great product and. Hopefully this fall that weekly show will be oh great, but I don't believe in any of that. Some people do, but I think that was uh, something to to. I mean, it was I like it was like what when you heard like WWE hires Paul Heyman to run Raw on the TV side and Eric Bischoff to run SmackDown on the TV side now. People thinking it's gonna be different. I'm hoping it's different. I I I I, I, I kind of like Eric Bischoff, and I love Paul. I love Paul Heyman. That's my. I love Paul Heyman. That's my dude. But we all know with WWE, I don't care if it's Raw or SmackDown, Vince McMahon has the final say, and I don't care what Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff come up with Vince McMahon I'm gonna say this once again Vince McMahon has the final say and with that said that's another edition of toughest balls I'm glad you were able to join me on this Friday I think this is going to be our weekly thing Friday so we're going to be doing this thing every Friday I'm um, glad you were able to join me I don't know what we're going to talk about On the next show Because there's some things I still got to There's a lot of things going on And we're going to get into We got so much to talk about There's not anything boring Going on when it comes to sports When it comes to to, to wrestling uh, that be AEW, WWE, New, New Japan, and Ring of Honor. So we're gonna talk about a lot on the next episode of Toughest, Toughest Balls. I am your host, Mark Brown. Thank you for joining me. Peace. Living G4 class, now we touch the sky. In the meantime, we keep on making moves. In this limelight, you always got to show and prove. If we fall down, we get back up again. It's the will inside the battle to the very end. Green light, green light, watch that green light. Man, I worked so hard, get the team right. Had a put on my back, make it breathe light. Now I'm moving